0: I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us for this extended interview with Elizabeth where she's gonna share how to make actionable plans to making your goals into reality. Hey Elizabeth, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. Before we get to your awesome tips and tricks, can you tell us a little bit more about you and why you live an offbeat life?
1: Uh, pretty much a square peg in a round hole or a round peg in a square hole or whatever I am. I am pretty unconventional just in the way I think. I grew up with a terminally ill mother, which which led me to really internalize at a very, very young age that our tomorrows are not guaranteed. So I don't like to wait. And so I like to just jump into things and and see if they work. And that's pretty much what's led me to live an offbeat life. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and you definitely have a very interesting story so if you all want to listen to elizabeth's full story of her amazing life make sure you check out her full interview at the offbeatlife.com so elizabeth you help out a lot of people right now in your life and your business as a coach and you kind of hold their hand right because a lot of people we all have these ideas in our heads but we don't know what steps to take to actually making them into a reality, whether it is for business or with our personal life. Can you give us some of the steps that you take people into when you are helping them?
1: Sure. One of the first things I like to do with people, whether they're looking at a business, whether they're feeling just stuck in their life, or, or when they come to me is... I just try and get them out of their head and get them into dreaming. As adults, we are are so programmed to be practical and we have responsibilities and all these things that get in the way and we forget how to dream or we end up rationalizing out our dreams and coming up with a million ways that they won't work Instead of just trying to go back to look at what's important to me, where are my values at, what brings me joy. And so that is the first step that I do with most um, people that come to me is I ask them to create what I call is a perfect day exercise. And that just takes people out of their heads and starts getting them more into their heart. What would their perfect day look like? Where would they wake up? What would they be doing? Most people do want to work. They just don't want to work at what they're working on. And so, you know, instead of trying to figure out what you want to work on, just start to think about what kind of feelings do you want from your work? what types of things, and oftentimes people are looking for freedom, they're looking for security, they're looking for these things, and we can figure that out based on what their dreams are. So that's always where I start. And then we move from there into, you know, how can we build around what your perfect day is. First off, recognizing how much of your perfect day really actually exists already in your life? And what can you add to your current days to make them closer to your perfect days? And then where are the gaps? Because that's where we can figure out you know, what's the next step. And from there, you can build actionable plans to see where you want to be and where you currently are. That is such a great
0: exercise to do is sometimes we take for granted what we already have and we don't see everything and become just giving gratitude already because there's so many things that probably already exist, but you just don't see it because we often just see the negative with our situation and your idea of just building up to what already what you have is really great. That's a really great plan. And it also gives you a better outlook on your situation as well.
1: Exactly. And it's it's fascinating to listen to somebody describe their perfect day. And I say, well, is there any reason why you couldn't add this into your current day? You know, not all of this, but could you add this in? And you know, you want to be a philanthropist. Okay. Can you volunteer someplace? Can you put some time into that? If you don't have the money today, that's okay. You can volunteer in many ways. You can give in many ways. What else can you do to make you move into that? It's fascinating to see people go, yeah, I could, I could do that. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I'm closer to my perfect day than I thought I was. And that just Is the beginning of building some momentum, and I think too
0: we just want to get to level ten.
1: Yes, (laughs) right. We want to be the Oprahs. We want to give everybody a car. Well, you know what? You could give them ten bucks. That that's a good start.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's it takes a long time to get to that level ten, but I think when we get there, right. It's just really perseverance, but also I feel like you tend to appreciate what you have more when you go through all the failures and the obstacles and you learn your way out of them or you're working your way out of them. I mean, with your story, Elizabeth, you created a lot of things for yourself that people didn't think you were going to be able to accomplish, and that's how you are where you are now and I think it's just a lot of learning from each situation that you're going through and not letting that stop you. You know, I know it's definitely frustrating <laughs> most of the time when that happens.
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely and And you know, everybody loves a great hero story when it comes down to listening to the oprahs of the world that she went through so much, she persevered through so much gives you a sense that there's a possibility for me too so she didn't grow up with multi-million dollars and then land into this great talk show host business where she's now influential for everybody she earned that and she earned that through being vulnerable failing sharing her failures and learning through her failures to be able to build what she's built and I think that when people recognize that the failures are really those stepping stones and it sounds trite, but it's, it's not it really is, you know, learning where the roadblocks are, learning how to go around them or pivot because that one is an immovable one. Okay. We'll, we'll go a different direction, but using everything that goes through our daily life as messaging and the fact that life is happening for you and not to you and it's just a matter of really focusing on what could this mean for me super important yeah it's just a matter of taking
0: your life into your own hands and not waiting for things to to happen to you and i think we have some sort of paralysis sometimes When things don't go our way. And that's definitely happened to me. And it's very frustrating. You feel like you're back to square one when you fail at something, you fail a business or whatever it is that you're doing. But I often realize that even though it was a failure in that sense that it didn't work out, that business, I take so many valuable lessons every time from that. And it just makes the next one even better.
1: Isn't that the truth? And would you have, you know, so much knowledge to move into that next business if you hadn't failed at the last one? And the chances Mm -hmm. are no, you know, it's, you get so much from what people are calling failures. So I think when people stop having the attachment to the term failure, they can use it as a, as a catapult to the next step. So I think it's super important and that's what the whole idea of setting goals is all about because you're, you're going after something and as the saying goes, you set these goals and it's more important who you become on your way to achieving that goal than the actual achievement of that goal. And that's through, you know, dealing with some of these failures or dealing with the setbacks and learning your resilience and moving through the process.
0: Yeah, that's definitely a really valuable lesson to learn. And oftentimes it's, you know, we have to learn that in our own time, you know, it's, <laughs> yes. it's you and I could talk about this over and over again and somebody <sighs> will just be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I've heard this over and over again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
0: <laughs> but until you've experienced it and you put yourself in that position, it's definitely gonna have a lot more meaning to you. And it really will make you become a better entrepreneur in the long run when you do face these obstacles. I agree. So Elizabeth, if our listeners want to know more about you, where can they find you?
1: I am on I have a website called Thrive This Day. And That is where my courses, my events, my book, everything is on there. And I'm on social media everywhere under Thrive This Day. So wherever you are, I am there too. And I'm under Thrive This Day.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much, Elizabeth. I really appreciate all the tips that you
1: gave us. My absolute pleasure. Thanks so much for allowing me to share this with the community.
0: I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Elizabeth. Make sure to visit TheOffBeatLife.com. Again, that's TheOffBeatLife.com to get the full interview with Elizabeth where she shares how she was able to leave her corporate job to become an international life coach. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes.